So you do so many amazing procedures in our, in our office. You mentioned implantology. Um, I know you place a tremendous amount of implants in our office. Uh, you do some teaching, which we'll talk about shortly about the implants, but um, the question I often hear is, should I have a periodontist place my implant? Should I have a full surgeon place my implant? Dr. Mars, can you place my implant? And in our office, we have such great specialists here with, with you and our oral surgeon right here under one group. I never would consider placing an implant. Um, why should somebody go see a periodontist or an oral surgeon? Well, it's kind of a loaded question, Dr. Mars, but I'll tell you this, you know, um, and by the way, we're going to ask the oral surgeon the question when we interview them. So right, now that I know that, I'll give you my honest answer. <laughs> you know, as a periodontist, you know, I was trained in the field of implantology. Um, so we do a lot of treatment where we'll replace missing teeth with implants. Um, we will remove teeth that have a hopeless prognosis, meaning that they're, you know, broken down too much or they have too much infection that we can't save them. Um, and so from start to finish, we'll, we'll you know, be involved in the care of a patient who requires dental implants. I think that something that sets apart periodontists in general from, from a lot of the other um, you know, dental professionals that are in the, you know, the implantology world is that we're really trained to manage soft tissues. And you know, I like to say it's not about the picture, it's about the picture frame. And so I think you know, in order to make a, a, a tooth restoration on an implant, an implant restoration look really natural, it's not just about putting that titanium screw into the bone, it's about making it look like a real tooth. And the way to do that is by making sure that the tooth has healthy bone and healthy soft tissue around it so that that picture frame is beautiful. Gums. Comes up really great. Well, what a lot of your patients don't know, um, a lot of the dentists watching this YouTube will know is in your field, you're a bit of a celebrity. Okay. It's the celebrity. It's, it's, it's the celebrity. Meaning, he's a big star on Instagram, and not just on Instagram. Whatever that is. Right, exactly. Well, it's important these days because um, I know for a fact there's a lot of dentists out there that follow you who want to see what you're doing. I know a lot of the big implant manufacturers and uh, bone companies and, and uh, membrane companies, they like having you use their products because they know you have a great reputation. You'll only use the best. Um, along with that, you also teach, and you've gotten very well known in the teaching world. I had a, a, the thrill of, of watching you teach just a few weeks ago. Um, you teach some great procedures, I mean, grafting procedures, things like that. Um, can you talk about some of the things that you do in your practice that, that really do make you unique and set you apart in terms of, you know, a lot of people have, you know, exposed roots in their mouths and they want to cover up those roots. Talk about, let's start with that. Talk about what you do there. Uh, look, I, I think, um, you know, I want to say, the Instagram thing has been really an incredible outlet, uh, but really why it started is because I, I was really always addicted to getting better and to taking photos, right? Um, and a lot of times we use photos for patients because patients want to see what the, what the before and the after can be. And for me, it was always very important that, you know, if we didn't have a record of where the before was, how would we, how would we know where we ended up? And so I was, you know me, I've been taking pictures for, you know, since I graduated and, and I really started finding that I was, I was getting better because I was going back and, and really studying the work. So um, when I saw other doctors posting on Instagram, I really said to myself, well, I got great cases just like this. And I feel like it took me 10 years to learn from some of my mistakes. I could show this right now and I know 100 people out there are going to look at it and say to themselves, wow, I, I just... I just learned something that took 10 years for this guy to learn. Um, and so that's really why I started, you know, taking a lot of pictures and posting. Um, 
because I've always been very involved with education. Um, I do teach, you know, a couple lectures throughout the year at Nova Southeastern University, which is my alma mater. Um, and because of Instagram, it's just connected me with a lot of, you know, great people. One of my partners is Dr. Israel Putterman in Washington, D.C. And together, we, you know, we teach courses on bone grafting, soft tissue grafting, and then implantology, like we mentioned. Um, and so soft tissue grafting is one of those procedures that, you know, is pretty much restricted to periodontics, right? That's something that periodontists do. Um, but it's one of those procedures that gives us a lot of satisfaction because we'll often see patients that come in with gums that are receding and either it's really uncomfortable for them because maybe the teeth are very sensitive because it's cold, maybe they don't like the way it looks, um, but it's a treatment that we can actually repair, that we can fix. And the way we do that is usually by doing something called a soft tissue graft. Um, and so we can take tissue from an area right next to where, you know, the area that has the receded gums, and we can actually regrow gum tissue. Um, and, and that's really an incredible thing that the field of dental, you know, uh, regeneration has come a long way. Um, not only that, there's option biomaterials now that have been developed because of the need, this, this need to regenerate lost bone and tissue and soft tissue and, and tissue around implants, that there's a lot of uh, new technology that's come about that's allowed us to you know, really get even better at this. So you know, probably 50% of my practice would be implantology um, and soft tissue grafting, like we're, we're talking about. Um, and then the other part is the, the perio the disease that we talked about earlier, traditional or traditional period. So one of the most ama amazing things that I've noticed about you being in our practices and, and it's developed over the years, periodontal disease and a lot of patients who had treatments in the past know that a lot of the procedures traditionally have a reputation for being extremely uncomfortable. One of the things I've noticed in recent years of having you in our practice, I almost never hear about discomfort, post-surgical pain is so greatly reduced these days. I mean, oftentimes we have patients come in and say, I don't even take an aspirin afterwards, doc. What is the secret? Why have things changed so much, do you believe, where patients are so much more comfortable today in your chair than they have been traditionally in a lot of periodontist chairs? That might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me. And it's that really makes me, makes me happy because, you know, as a periodontist, we have to do a lot of procedures that are perceived to cause a lot of pain. And once a patient thinks that they're going to have pain, you know, it's it's very difficult to overcome that. Um, and so I spent a lot of time finding out, you know, what works, what doesn't work. Something that you turned me on to was a way for us to buffer the actual anesthetic injection that we give. And, and that's really decreased pain just from the get-go. So a lot of the time we can give anesthetic and patients don't even know that we gave anesthetic. Um, and so it really starts there. Now, one of the other things that I think really has a huge role in whether or not patients have pain after surgery is, you know, number one, how clean the surgery is, um, knowing, you know, that we're doing the correct procedure for that patient, and then using the tools that we have available to us. So like I mentioned, the, the field of regeneration and biomaterials has come a long way. So I have a, quite a few tricks up my sleeve, you know, in terms of the, the materials that I use that actually reduce pain after surgery. Um, we have longer lasting anesthetics that we can use, um, as well as uh, biologics. One of the things that we use quite a bit here, as you know, is, is PRF. So we can actually, you know, take the, the growth factors from your own body, from your own blood, in a process that takes about two minutes. And the studies have shown that it reduces pain after procedure. So these are just some of the things that we do. Of course, there, there's more, but um, really just getting patients um, treated in the, in the most predictable way possible using the most modern technologies. We've come a long way. Things don't have to be painful.